On Trek Tuesday, let's take a journey back into the Star Trek universe. In this episode, we'll explore the early days of Discovery and take a trip to the Kelvin universe. The design of the Discovery ship is complete way back when, but the work has just begun. The transformation from concept to visual effect is a key part about bringing the USS Discovery to life. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast that explores how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us understand our humanity. This is your host, Tony Tolado. And speaking of Star Trek projects, my guest, Max Reese, worked on another one in Star Trek Into the Darkness. Let's dive in and explore. But it was just a very, very special time with a lot of talented people under one roof and, and, and um, doing a very challenging sequence with a lot of um, design work involved, which I enjoyed a lot. Mm-hmm. So we built we built that um, Klingon home planet and and had a chase through the uh, ruins. Yeah, that was amazing. Even so, it's done. It's over in like five minutes, I think. That that chase, I, I think that all the um, passion everyone had for that project really shows. Yeah, that was a great. Yeah, you're right. It's very short, but I know a lot of hours went into it for sure. Yeah, they they intercut it with the. Uh, with the actors in the act- yeah. in the set, and you 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 really just suspend that disbelief that they're driving these ships. It's really amazing how you just kind of go with it because it looks yeah. so real. It's really amazing. They, they had an amazing set. That I was on set for um, two days. That's nice. Um, for shooting uh, textures mostly. Later, there's a battle on the ground, and 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 they had a really uh, nice set in the. I think these were the Fox Studios and. And so we, we came like three people and photographed every every angle of that set and, and uh, used as much as we could uh, later to extend the set digital and, and copy the set over into different directions. And yeah. There is more with Max Reese on Sci-Fi Talk, so stay tuned. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I mean... Good memories on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, to see a scene where you got Benedict Cumberbatch and Chris Pine and the rest of the crew, uh, you know, playing around. uh, Yeah, Yeah, I I also like the movie a lot. Like this, I think this, despite the first one, this has been the most successful of all the, the relaunched Star Trek so far, I think. Yeah, 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 I I liked it. I liked all of them, you know, I really did. I I thought thought, uh, they hit it out of the park with this cast. It's just perfect. And Discovery, too. I thought they have cast some really talented people in that show, too. And, uh, you know, we're all hoping for a Captain Pike series after what happened. uh, (laughs) I actually liked, what was his name, Anson Mao? Uh, Mao, God, the guy from uh, the Western uh, series, right? That was Captain Pike. Last season, the Hell yes. on Wheels, which is actually one of my favorite shows ever, I have yes. to admit. Yeah. Which would be great to work one day on a Western thing, which I've never done so far. There you go. But um, Discovery is, has been really, I mean, Discovery, I have to admit, is always quite challenging because they're, they're, they're putting so much effort in that show. Yeah. Um, and I know that the season one got kind of mixed reviews in terms of like Star Trek fans being really tricky about what should be Klingon and, and, and whatnot and the whole canon thing. But I think that film is quite successful in terms of opening up Star 
Trek again to more mainstream audience and making it uh, a feature quality episodic thing. Yep. If I compare it now to the work that we have done on the on the feature film, like it almost feels like the same amount of work now goes into the television series. That's great to hear. Which is great. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. agree. I've always said that Star Trek belongs on the small screen, or in my case, I have a big screen, but it belongs <laughs> at home where people can watch it. Yeah. That's why it's good. And uh, I don't know if you've seen Picard, but that is that is some of the best writing I've seen on Star Trek in a long time. I only watched the first, uh, the pilot, but I, um, because the, the, the people over at Pixomondo, uh, I think LA, Toronto, and Vancouver worked on it. Yeah. Um, and it looks very promising, yeah. I, I like uh, Patrick Stewart, of course. Oh I yeah, think. yeah. We had a we had a real treat. We actually uh, right around Christmas time, he was here in New York, and we saw him do his uh, version of the Christmas Carol, and that was absolutely amazing. Ah. Oh, that was a real treat. And we were like first row. He was like right in front of us, so it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was really an amazing uh, night and just a great way to ring in the holidays, too. really was. But, hey, I, I got to congratulate you. You've done some amazing work and are continuing to do so. I mean, there's there, it's such Thank a you. great time right now with, you know, with these streaming channels, the quality of work they're doing. As you said, it's feature film quality. Carnival Row has... You've all created a, a totally different world that is so amazing and yet touches on the themes that we're living through right now, which is what it does so well. And uh, I'm just had a great time watching season one and will be there for season two as well. Thank you. I'm, I'm currently working, like we started working on season two and I think it's going to be amazing, like even bigger and, and, and that world building was there in season one but I think they're expanding a lot and this will be great that's good but I completely agree I actually enjoy nowadays working on television a lot and if, if I think about like when I started the industry uh, 12 years ago like everyone wanted to be on, on movies and on, on like uh, features in Hollywood I think this slowly shifts a bit I'm not saying working on movies is bad but you're just in a very limited scope in terms of storytelling and characters and uh, the great thing about something like Game of Thrones is that you can get very complex characters and 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 uh, a lot more diversity in in special effects. In uh, I mean, if you even look at the dragon, how much the dragon oh. as a character on its own develops over the season, or oh my God. Uh, other shows that do like time shifts or um, like all the possibilities. And now more and more actors also are more interested. In doing television, it, it really I I do enjoy it because we have just much more room to do like a captivating complex story or great character development over uh, episodes or seasons, and and uh, I think that's very interesting for me. Max Reese has more information in just a moment. I mean, really, the, to me, the future is streaming. That's where the innovation is going on right now. These shows are literally knocking me off my feet. There's True. quality of them. The acting, the people that they're attracting, it's just, you hit it. I mean, look at the actors on Game of Thrones alone. It was just, yeah. I mean, you right on down the line. And, uh, you know, to, to have from my boyhood, Diana Rigg, who I watched growing up on The Avengers, 
it was just uh, it was a real treat to see her playing such a juicy character so this is where the future is right now and streaming and and pay channels and we'll pay for it if it's really good and i'm an amazon prime member and i i love the service and uh shows like this just make me want more and uh it's because of craftsmen like you that work and work so well to make those worlds come to life that i have a lot of respect for but i think it's also because of the like the one thing i think that's true is a lot of fans driving it absolutely you can do uh, there are a couple of other shows that might not have the biggest uh, budget but they're still very very good and i think decent in terms of visual effects you can cater to every audience that's the nice thing you can you can pick a more narrow crew uh, a narrow fan base and cater something to them because because of the demand still a lot of people will be reached which changed with television that was a bit different and a lot of times i don't know if you remember one thing i really enjoyed is that firefly series yes from, yes <laughs> uh, uh, the guy who later did the avengers i think but um firefly was really great but not a success in television no and and they could continue if uh, netflix or things would have existed back then they might have continued with it because it would have reached a different audience and that audience was reached later when they sold it on dvd or something and it turned out that a lot of people actually enjoyed the show it somehow was just not well advertised in television and it has a strong fan base so that's a good thing about these uh, on the demand channels they will like they're really trying to come up with more creative um uh topics and and, and going to produce a lot of awesome series even so everyone uh, can pick and, and choose what he wants well you hit it right on the head the reason firefly one of the reasons it failed was the network showing it and how they showed it how they showed episodes out of order and uh you know they said oh this one's stronger let's lead with that but then it totally confused people and then (laughs) when you got the dvd and you saw it the way it was intended people were saying oh this makes sense i like this and it became a, a cult following and People still go to conventions dressed. And the thing about what has really changed in my lifetime is that, you know, this is not just a U.S. phenomenon anymore. It's worldwide. And that's what's very gratifying because it makes the planet a little smaller. So I like that. Thank you so much again. Uh, Really, Max, I really appreciate your time. And I know that I'm, I'm in. It's a lot later for you than it is for me. And I really appreciate that. Oh, I'm I'm so good. Like I'm, I will be like. Usually, I'm trying to get to bed a bit earlier, but that never happens because I get this. <laughs> uh, let's say after now, I have to shift to your time. But at around 10 p.m., I usually like 11 p.m. I get tired, but then if I don't go for sleep, like it can, I, I'm I'm staying awake and and I also watch a lot of movies and television every, like every day just a bit because the list, unfortunately doesn't uh, get shorter but there's more and more stuff that i feel like i need to watch and uh, yeah amen to that all right great to talk to you max and pleasure uh, my pleasure as well star trek into the darkness and star trek discovery are both available on paramount plus you can subscribe to sci-fi talk at apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
And you can also enroll for a free lifetime membership at Sci-Fi Talk Plus with early release, exclusive, and uncut episodes. Just click on the link in the show notes. It's free for a lifetime. This is Tony Tolado.